What's going on, everybody? I'm Enrique Pinheiro, and welcome back to the Hawk Show Talk Show, a Seattle Seahawks podcast. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, and I also post clips and highlights on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. My handle on all those platforms is at Hawk Show Talk Show. And on today, episode four of the Hawk Show Talk Show, I'm just going to be doing an immediate reaction a bit to the Carlos Dunlap cut today. Uh, so yeah, let's get right back. Let's get right into it, and let's talk some Hawk. So I'll just start with it. Uh, this morning, the Seattle Seahawks announced that they are releasing uh, veteran, the 32-year-old Carlos Dunlap, uh, to save. You know, we we get 14 mil back. We so now we have 18 mil in cap space. We just gained 14 mil, as I said, from cutting Dunlap. And yeah, uh, while it is, it was probably it's probably the right move. It's the sad move because I love Carlos Dunlap. He's probably definitely one of my favorite players, probably in the top five, I'd say, of my favorite Seahawks. Which is crazy because, you know, there's a lot of Seahawks that have been here forever, and he came onto the scene right away, and he just brought this energy I loved, and he's great. And I know this definitely doesn't mean the end of Carlos Dunlap as a Seahawk, because you know we could still bring him back on a cheaper deal. My worry is this goal of, you know, we'll release him and then we'll re-sign him for cheaper. I don't have the highest of hopes of that. And part of that originates from the Sherman uh, scenario a couple years back in 2018, how we released Sherman. And then we we're like, okay, well, we want to sign you back uh, for a cheaper deal. And then he got paid somewhere else, which is what I feel like is going to happen with Dunlap, sadly. And the other issue is him being an edge rusher, a defensive end, and that was already one of our biggest needs. And now it's even a, it's an even bigger need because now we are left with Daryl Taylor, who, while I think has a lot of potential and can be great, he's coming off a big injury and he has no experience. He's basically a rookie. And then on the other side, we have Rasheem Green, uh, who's he's okay. And then Alton Robinson. I really like Alton Robinson. But, you know, I would like a more established pass rusher at this point in this win-now mode I always say we're in uh, to, you know, boost, uh, boost the defense. And we saw last year... Uh, the difference Carlos Dunlap made, he turned our defense around. We went from allowing around 28 points a game uh, with uh, without Dunlap to, I think, around 19 points a game with Dunlap, which a uh, nine-point difference. That's crazy just from one guy that we traded uh, B.J. Finney and overpaid B.J. Finney and a seventh-round pick for, which I, I it, was, it was awesome at the time. So I don't know. I just uh, I would have preferred what I wanted was a restructure. I, there were rumors of an extension, but I saw some DMs. And they seem to be false. Carlos Dunlap uh, knocked those down. He said that those, uh, the rumors of extension talks were false. And not, nothing really happened, I guess. I was hoping for I know an extension might have been a bit of a reach because he's a 32-year-old defensive end. But that's what I would have preferred. But that's also just me having favorites, me being biased, I guess. And I also would have understood maybe just like a pay cut or something like that where I guess this has the potential to be a pay cut, but I would have preferred something more secure where I don't fear that we might lose him to another team. I also think this is a big deal because of the whole Jerron Reed situation because I like Jerron Reed. I was cool with him up until he got paid 11.5 mil a year because now I think he is severely overpaid, especially for a guy who cannot perform at least uh, at the level he should be performing with his contract unless he has a star pass rusher on the edge like he had 10.5 sacks i believe the last year we had frank clark in the the 2018-2019 season and then with Clowney, he had a, a bit of a down year he was also suspended six games so that makes a big difference and then this year uh before 
before we got Dunlap in the trade, I think it was, I believe it was seven games, he had like 1.5 sacks, something like that. And then when Dunlap came in the last nine games, the back end of the season, he, he had like six, if he had five, 5.5 or six around there, uh, sacks in those nine games. And then plus the playoff game, he had one or two sacks and it's just a crazy change uh, in terms of his production. So if Jerron Reed, unless we trade him or restructure his contract or like, you know, like get our value for him. If we plan to just keep him the way we currently have him at, getting 11.5 mil a year, uh, being that kind of pass rush DN while while the run stuffer is more Puna or Monet or whoever we're rotating in there, uh, we can't really expect a lot from Jerron Reed after having no pass rusher on the edge. So I think this Dunlap, uh, this this release, this cut has a way bigger impact than we kind of think. So I think it's crucial that we either get him back. That'd be my my. My preferred choice because I love Carlos Dunlap. He already posted on Instagram uh, saying he got the notification. You know, he's a funny guy. I really, really like him. He brings awesome energy. And he's a beast last year. He got the game-winning sack on Kyler. Uh, I, I don't know if it was game-winning, but he got a, a late-game sack against Dwayne Haskins. And he just had, he had a lot of sacks uh, across the across his time as a Seahawk, his short time as a Seahawk. And I'm not worried from the, from the point of like, oh, we traded for him and he's already gone. We gave them scraps. I'm not worried about that. It's more a personal connection with Dunlap that uh, I'd like to say a lot of us fans had and that I do worry about our pass rush. So ideally, we re-sign him, get him on a cheaper deal. I know he liked Seattle a lot. He, he talked about it a lot. So maybe a bit of a hometown discount could be his choice. Uh, I don't see him as a ring chaser. I don't, I, I, well, I don't know. I was maybe being biased and uh, trying to see the bright side of him uh, and just being optimistic. But I could definitely see him wanting to come back here. It's just a matter of money, which I I hope he doesn't uh, go go somewhere and get signed big. But anyways, if we're not able to re-sign Carlos Dunlap, this just like really emphasizes the need for a pass rusher. And there's a lot of guys. Uh, some I don't expect to get, like Shaquille Barrett, because he's gonna get paid way more than uh, we'd like. And then the big question on my uh, the big thought on my head in my head is Clowney. Because I'd love to have Dunlap and Clowney. That'd be a dream of mine. Because while I know Clowney gets a lot of uh, a lot of complaints because, like, you know, not too many sacks, I think he's a big difference maker. A lot of pressures out of him. I believe he had more pressures. I think he had 58 pressures his season with us in 13 games, while Frank Clark in his 16 games the year before had, like, 56. Or uh, Those numbers are not exact. Don't, t- don't take that from me. But they're around there, and I know that Clowney had more in his less games than Frank Clark did. So while the sacks aren't there, he, he's definitely making a big impact, and he's obviously huge in the run game. I love Clowney. So I'd like to look at Clowney as a pass rusher we'd get uh, to get. Uh, you know, we could also go for a lot of low-end guys, like bring Benson Mayowa back. Wouldn't be my preferred choice, maybe as a rotational guy. But, you know, I'd like to have key starters out there and not just have this kind of rotation of Bruce Irvin, Benson Mayowa, Daryl Taylor, Rasheem Green. Uh, Alton Robinson, all, all over the board. I'd like to just have kind of strong guys in the middle. Uh, in other news today, Brandon Scherf just got a uh, franchise tagged, which takes uh, an offensive lineman that I would have liked for the Seahawks to you know monitor the situation. Uh, he takes him off the board because I don't think we'll be trading for him, especially because now he's getting paid big, plus we need to trade for him. It's not a good scenario for us. Wouldn't want to mess with that. But you know, uh, it's free agency starting up. It's getting excited. A lot of cuts happening. A lot of them don't really uh, matter to us. Like Lamarcus Joyner got cut. He's a he's a decent veteran, but he's not. Good. We don't need a safety, obviously. Uh, so yeah, it's about it's really about to go down. So you know, buckle up, get excited. 
Hopefully the Seahawks make some splash moves. O-line, D-line, uh, wide receiver three or tight end, maybe running back, linebacker, and it depends on what KJ does with linebacker. And then a corner opposite of DJ Reed, preferably Richard Sherman, because I am a biased fan who loves to see my favorite players come back to the team. But you never know. It's free agency, and we're the Seattle Seahawks, and we do not make big moves up until maybe uh, Russell some pressure on the team put some pressure on pete and john but anyways that's all i got for today uh if there's anything you want me to address or bring up in a future episode comment below depending on what platform you're listening or watching this on and anyways that's it for today guys thank you for watching have a nice night